0: He's Adam Larson, two-time winner and eventual namesake of the Larson March, Madness, Ma- March Mammal Madness Trophy. And he's Nathan Cochran, a real live mammal. And this is M3 Bracketology, the unofficial March Mammal Madness analysis. What's March Mammal Madness, you might
1: ask? To quote the official website, March Mammal Madness is an annual tournament of simulated combat competition among animals. The competition
0: organizers consult real research to estimate the probability of each matchup and then use a random number generator to determine the winner.
1: Like in the NCAA's March Madness, competitors are placed in one of four divisions and ranked from most likely to win to least likely to win. A number one seed is the likeliest to win in a division, and a number 16 seed is the least likely to win. It's easy to play. Print
0: out a bracket and pick who you think will win in the first round the second round, and so on until you have a champion. For full details, check out the official March Mammal Madness
1: website. We've both filled out our brackets, but before we talk about our picks, let's go over this week's matches.
0: The first match is Monday night, where a shrew mole and bumblebee bat will fight in this wildcard match.
1: Wednesday night, we'll see the proper start of round one with the Dad Bods Division, a division where all of the species have notable adaptations seen in Fathers. Top-seeded Emperor Penguin will face off against a line seahorse. Number two-seed Greater Rhea will fight a three-spine stickleback. Fourteen-seed Giant Waterbug will hope for an upset against a wolverine. And number four Siamang will take on 13-seeded Darwin's Frog. The Pacific Spiny Lumpsucker and Peacock Wrasse will tangle under the sea, and 6-seed Bat-Eared Fox will hope to sort a victory over a Spotted Sandpiper. A Greater Flamingo will face off against a Dayak Fruit Bat, and 8-seed Owl Monkey will tussle with 9-seed Caspian Turn. And on Thursday night, we'll
0: see the first round of the Mighty Stripes Division, All Animals With Stripes with top-ranked Okapi fighting a four-striped grass mouse. The kudu will tangle with a And the striped hyena will see if it can laugh off number 14, five-footed rope squirrel. Number four, striped dolphin will take on a checkered elephant shrew. Number five, jackal will meet number 12, striped possum. And six, seed wildcat, wildcat will contend with a highland-striped tenoric. A striped rabbit will take on a numbat and eight strip. Seed striped Polecat will
1: find a giant-striped mongoose. And so that's what will be happening this week. Nathan, are you seeing many upsets in this week's matches, Dad Bods and Mighty Stripes, in the first round?
0: Ooh, that's tough to say, Adam. I'm really gunning for that Darwin's Frog beating our friend the Lesser Ape, the Siamang. I feel as though frogs are very plastic in the niches they can hold and uh, I think we'll be surprised that they're uh, their showing this uh, this turn. Interesting. So you, you think the frog is going to outlast an ape? Well, I believe the saying is that it's not easy being green. And, of course, th- with hardship that comes with being green, as the Darwin's frog is, I think that builds character and tenacity that we don't see in a lesser ape. Mm, all right. Any other upsets? Ooh, that's a tough call. I think I might have to say that the numbat is gunning for
1: that rabbit's position. I agree with you there with that numbat. Something about a rabbit, their instinct is to flee when encountering new things, would be my guess. Uh, We don't know a lot about striped rabbits. They haven't been well studied, but based on what I know about non-striped rabbits. I'm going to guess that they act somewhat similarly. I'm thinking that rabbit is going to meet that numbat. The rabbit's not going to be sure what to make of that numbat, and that rabbit is going to flee.
0: Oh, of course. And the numbat, with its incredibly long tongue made for insect eating, will be a match, to say the least. I think we'll be pleasantly surprised when it comes down to that bracket.
1: Let's see. Yeah, I've got I've got um, I'm predicting mostly like usual, mostly the top seeds winning. Um, I have the numbat beating the striped rabbit like you. I also have the giant striped mongoose edging out the striped polecat, not to avoid giving polecats their due, but mongooses just have a certain tenacity that I think we'll see shine forward in this matchup.
0: Hmm, that is quite the surprise. Now, if I'm correct, a polecat, that's another term
1: for a for a skunk if you will. Is that correct? Uh, potentially, uh the Saharan striped polecat is specifically a mustelid.
0: Oh, family ties are are strained with this mustelid on mustelid fight action.
1: Well, it's a now, tough call. The giant striped mongoose is not a mustelid. It's in the family Eupteridae, um, which includes, uh, it's pretty much just mongooses, it looks like. Only ten known living species. I thought the plural was mongoose,
0: these, these mongoosei, perhaps? mongoose. I'm not yeah, sure The Mongols. I thought we had <laughs> a wall for that. I think that's something else, Nathan. Oh, okay, my apologies. I believe, i I think they're going to, it's going to be a close one on this but I will concede, the striped pole cap might not have it in the bag just yet. As for dad bods, however, I think the wolverine has to watch out for the careful tenacity of the giant
1: water bug. The the giant water bug, the the insect that weighs like less than an ounce.
0: Yes, yes, I think the 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 aquatic niche that it's able to hold will give the wolverine a one for its money. And make it go back crying to Hugh Jackman.
1: So so walk so walk me through this. So you've got a wolverine, it's somewhere in the Canadian Arctic, and then through March Mammal Madness Magic, a giant water bug is swept into the frozen boreal forest. Of course. This is um it's quite similar to the miracle on ice, if you remember that.
0: <laughs> it happened before we were both born, I believe. <laughs>
1: Yes, it definitely happened before we were born. Um, I don't remember a whole lot about the Soviet Union being uh, particularly uh, current for uh, things in my life or yours. Um, now, uh, looking past the first round, uh, who do you have in the final roar? The final roar. Oof. I have uh, I have the B
0: in animal engineers in my final roar. And I have uh, for animal engineers for dad bods. I have the emperor penguin for comeback city. I have a bit of an upset. I'm going all the way in on the coal on the dick dick.
1: The dick dick. Okay. Oh, yes.
0: I think about... that name will take it far.
1: How about mighty stripes?
0: Mighty stripes. That's a tough one.
1: Ah, I think I have to give it to the dolphin, Adam. The Dolphin! Okay, out of both of our final roars, we don't have any of the same picks. I have Gowana taking Animal Engineers, the Wolverine winning in Dad Bods, the Sea Otter winning in Itty Bitty Comeback City, and for Mighty Stripes, I have the Okapi triumphing there. And then in the final, I have the Okapi beating the Wolverine. How about you?
0: Ooh, if we come down to an Okapi Wolverine... Hmm, that's a toughie. I think given the popularity of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that the Wolverine will have much funds to use in its fight. Of course, that does not excuse the the scarcity and the, uh, the ability to camouflage that the Okapi has, if we are to assume it's in its forested domain. Um, I So I think I'm going to have to agree with you here. I'm going to say it's the Okapi. will take the upper hand, however.
1: Who do you have in your championship winning?
0: My championship, I have the Dikdik taking it all.
1: You the okay. Dikdik taking it all. Uh, uh, why do you think an animal that's less than two feet tall and has a habit of running away from danger uh, is going to uh, win this year's March Mammal Madness.
0: To be frank with you Adam, I have a gambling addiction. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I like to take a good bet. I don't like I don't like its odds, but I like its spirit and tenacity. That's why of course I am a Chicago Cubs fan because I root for the underdogs and people who haven't performed well in decades. I don't know. This small antelope has a big heart. And in March Mammal Madness, that's what really counts.
1: I'm going to like to say, uh, for the record, uh, for our listeners, uh, heart is technically not what counts in March Mammal Madness. um, But it's a good thought anyways. Um, We're going to have to take a break here for one of our sponsors, Tumbleweed. Looking for a classic way to show that your town is abandoned? Try Tumbleweed. And back to M3 Bracketology. Uh, Nathan, uh, which division do you think is the strongest division?
0: Ooh, that's a toughie. I'm definitely thinking dad bods is the one to look at here. We have a lot of heavy hitters like the, uh, the, the, emperor penguin. That's a tough one. That's Antarctica. Very cold, very hard to live in the tough little bird. And we of course have the fan favorite Wolverine and the Siamang even though it's no match against that frog. I think it's a bracket to look at. Definitely.
1: I would, I would agree with you. Dad bots is looking to be a solid competitor. I'm also thinking mighty stripes as well. Uh, looking at itty bitty comeback city, just almost all of them are just so small. I think it's going to be hard for them to get out of their division. And with animal engineers, there's a lot of animals that have the capability to inflict pain on their opponents well after the match has ended with various uh, poisons or venoms um, that could complicate things going forwards. Um, so I'm that's why I'm thinking Mighty Stripes and Dadbots are the divisions to beat here.
0: Now I've noticed uh, we have a, a new surprise contender that is Homo habilis in Animal Engineers. Are we to presume that this uh, this newcomer, this old classic, uh, long extinct? Has access to the many sticks and rocks that made it so successful in previous March Mammal Madness.
1: I think we can assume that it would have access to those uh, similar tools. Um, I don't know that Homo habilis has been in March Mammal Madness before. I believe there have been a few other prehistoric apes. Um, I remember 2018, there was an entire division of prehistoric animals um, but I don't know that Homo habilis has actually made a showing before.
0: Well, that's the real question. Can us homos really show up to be in March mammal madness or really falter due to our lack of overall body hair? I mean, this would not be the first time that a non-typical combatant has gotten far in March mammal madness and it probably
1: no won't be the last. Well, that is true, especially with the alt-advance of the Tardigrade a few years back. It still did not win, but it also sort of didn't lose. But it also didn't win, as it went up against an anaconda and was promptly swallowed. I believe it's still in that anaconda to this day. (laughs) No, it probably is. It probably is.
0: Now, the real question is, real question here... Do we consider the cathedral termite a singular
1: termite or the entire colony? That is one of the questions I've had about this year's matchups. Generally speaking, all of these animals, no matter how social, it is only one solitary individual in March Mammal Madness. Now, it's the most fightingest individual of that species that you can find, but it's still only one. With the exception of last year, when there was a division where all of the animals in it were in a group, Um, that was how you had the pride of lionesses advance so far, because it's a pride of lionesses all working together. Um, In this case, it's hard to really imagine how a single termite is going to move ahead in the competition or even how other animals are going to even encounter it if it's in its home habitat and it's sitting inside of an otherwise empty termite cathedral, so to speak for that cathedral termite.
0: What a shame for the termite. What a shame. Although it's not ha it does not have the stiff competition right off the bat. In fact, going after the dung beetle, whether or not dung will be provided during the matchup has yet to be seen by the organizers.
1: I would suspect that if there is dung near the termite mound, the beetle might actually be more attracted by the dung than in any sort of fight with a termite, and so the beetle would exit stage left and leave the termite as the winner.
0: Hmm. These are the hard questions we have to ask during March Mammal Madness, of course.
1: We've got another sponsor here, uh, North Dakota. Voted by residents of North Dakota as the second-best Dakota. Try North Dakota at some point. If you have time, lots of it. Back to M3 Bracketology.
0: Let's see here. the oh, silky anteater. That's quite the interesting combatant here. Um, the texture itself being silky. Um, the fur will that prove advantageous when it comes
1: to fighting? What is that? An it, jari j- it Jari Jari? Yeah, that's right. Well, that's what we'll be talking about next episode when we recap Mighty Stripes and Dad Bods and the Wild Card match and then preview round one in itty-bitty Comeback City and Animal Engineers. That's all we have for now. We'll be back week with our next episode. Until then, have fun with March Mammal Madness.